it's time to raise the roof for I don't even know what episode 53 who knows we we have a new episode to raise the roof out we're over 50 which is still insane but welcome back everyone uh we got a brand new episode of raise the roof for you but I'm Alex Murphy with me Evan is not here because he was at the game tonight in Baltimore uh he and I will be at the game with him tomorrow so that is confirmed he got a ball from Joey Wendell he, this is confirmed. Joey Forearms gave a ball to Evan. And Joseph was, Babe Ruth, Patrick Wendell. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so Evan is not here because no, he wasn't the game. Joseph A.O. It's Joseph A.O. <laughs> no, 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 it's Joseph, Joseph A.O. Joseph 2021 AL MVP, Patrick Wendell. <laughs> Right now, Gibby and Bree are here along with me. Like I said, Evan was at the game tonight. We're going to be talking, obviously, about that game. We're going to be talking about the Mets series. There's a lot of other things in baseball going on. We're probably going to talk about Shohei Otani a little bit because it seems to be. We're going to talk about Mike Zunino, too. Yeah, Mike Zunino is just, I don't know what the hell is going on with him. But, like, he's. He's, he's a gator. It's to be expected. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. I, but... I won't comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> You won't comment on it. But if you guys want to stay in the know for what is going on at RTR Raise the Roof, uh, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. So make sure to subscribe to what we're doing here. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at Raise the Roof TV and our website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. Make sure to go there, follow us there, and keep up to date on all the good Raise news and other things that are going on. So uh, how is everyone doing? Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a good Tuesday. Yeah. Today, yeah, today's good Tuesday, Tuesday. Right? Uh, <laughs> I had a nap in the middle of the game. Actually, funny story. Um, just like we could talk about this, this, this funny little thing with the Mets game. Um, I, I fall asleep right after Mike's you know, his first home run. And then I wake up after a short nap to his second home run. I just think, and it was kind of like a, doozy i don't know i thought it was just highlights but it's like oh no second home run okay <laughs> i was well i mean it was definitely a snoozy because oh god that was a bad joke i'm sorry that was, Wait, yeah yeah breeze face says it all once we actually start putting the podcast on video breeze face says it all and it's stuck on her face right now <laughs> but yeah so let's talk about let, let's first talk about the game tonight. So Rays ended up winning what what was it 13 to 6? I know the Orioles scored a couple uh runs in the ninth inning, but I don't even know. A lot to a little. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 13 to 6. Um obviously the Rays hit a lot of home runs. Mike Zunino hit two home runs. Uh Brett Phillips Brett hit a three-run shot to start the game. Meadows hit a three-run shot to take the home run lead on the team, and then obviously Zunino hit the two. So G Man Choi. Yes, you can't forget that G-Man Choi home run. G-Man is, and that was uh, he hit that to the deepest part of the ballpark, the four uh, just over the four ten sign in left center field. Yeah, wait, left center field, right center field. I'm trying to no, yeah, yeah, it was left center field. I was like trying to figure out the dimensions of Camden Yards in my head. I should probably know it by now. But how do we feel about tonight's win? I feel great. A lot of home runs. Um, certainly uh, a stark contradiction from last night. Um, you just get it off. Uh, kind of what evolve, what evolve play. Rays go. Rays are now one game away from having their longest streak of the season. Currently we, we, tied we, for we, that right now at a five. Currently tied, and tomorrow we look to uh, break that streak of six games. 
Oh god, not not, not the highest. Break the gonna, streak. Extend was, the streak. Yeah, I was gonna Good say. I was going to say, I'm kind of scared about that right now because, like, they did so well tonight and I'm going to the game tomorrow. And now I'm, like, concerned that it's just all going to fall apart and they're just going to play, like, poop because I'm there. I mean, it is John Means, so, like... I know, that's the other... John like, I was business. happy. I was happy that it, John does mean means business. Oh, wait, who's on the mound tomorrow? Uh, Hill versus Means. Yar- which is, no, it's bro. Oh, it's Yarbrough, not Hill? And he's yeah, it's Yarbrough and he's not behind an opener. He's starting. Oh, so. okay. Well then I guess we're gonna lose this one. <laughs> wow. No confidence in Yarb. Hey, nah, Yarb, I think credit. you can do it. I, I think this Okay, this, well then prove this, me wrong, Ryan. This baseball, if you're listening. <laughs> this baseball paradox we're in where you can't where you can't start, it has to stop at some <laughs> point because it doesn't make sense. It makes this no is baseball true. sense. There, there, are, there are two anomalies in life. Ryan Yarbrough starting in front of an opener and Road Willie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let exactly. these be facts. Let I don't even know if this facts. is my water. I don't care. But uh, yeah, just overall impressive. Um, I, I kind of, I'm kind of sad. Patino got pulled early. You know, um, he had like four. They got, they got to him early. Um, I'm not saying you shouldn't have pulled him. I think you should have, but. I wanted him to, he had like 65 pitch count last time and he was supposed to go a little bit longer into like the fifth inning. This yeah, time. It so was weird important. how, how um, Cash kind of described how he was going to like go about his outing tonight because he said that he was going to be a starter, but he still had a pitch count limit, which I'm like, then well, he said, he? he said that he was going to be a starter and that they felt com- he had no limits, but they didn't want to go much further past the four innings and 65. Okay. So, like, so there wasn't a hard a limit. Early. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he was getting kind of. Yeah. He was, wrecked. I think, at, at the beginning, at the, before the game, I think he said something about if, if the stuff starts to like go, go down a little bit, they'll pull him earlier. Yeah. But, um, and I was listening to the post game show, and Cash said that. Basically what it was, they left him in there a little bit because they wanted to see if he could get out of it. But when he lost his command, he started walking a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Cash said that's not a good sign because he's a strike thrower. So that's when we pulled him. Yeah. And then they kind of get to Kittredge in the, in the fifth or, or the fourth after he's gone. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Cody Reed uh, back on the I.L. after literally yeah. one outing. Yeah, I feel so bad for that's him. That's extremely concerning. So the issue with him is basically it seems like he has the thoracic outlet syndrome that Archer had to get the severe surgery for. That's what it seems like, but they're trying to manage it instead of getting him the surgery. So I mean, I don't know how they're going to be able to manage. I mean, like, is there a way to manage it? Yeah, he's getting this, like, I don't know if it's a steroid shot or what it is, but he's getting some kind of like Like injection. Yeah. Well, I hope that I mean, it's I, I hope it's a good thing. But honestly, who knows? I mean, a good a good thing is in like the shot working, not him going on yeah. the eye out. That's not a. Good I mean, thing. that's what the, he got last time, and like it worked. Like obviously, clearly not for an extended period, but it worked temporarily. I don't, I don't know. know. For it's... the good thing though is we are getting people back. So, uh, uh, know, yeah. Like now, at least we don't have like everyone in the bullpen on the injured list. I'm really. I, I want to quickly like. Can we? I mean, talking about people coming back. G-Man has only played in two games, but in both games, he's looked very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get three hits on Sunday, three for four, and then you have the home run. Um, yeah, this team is just – I mean, the the offensive boom doesn't really coincide with G-Man Troy coming back, but, I mean, he's definitely added 
more offense since coming back. Like, I yeah, and I, I think this team, I think this team, I think this team is just missing him, and there's a final puzzle piece we needed, and it's time to tear off a long streak. I I really hope this streak goes longer. Um, I just hope I I think we can sweep the Orioles, but even though the Orioles do get to us sometimes, I mean they 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 fight us pretty well. Well, well, I I will say it's gonna be tough with the fact that they're facing means. Like obviously, yeah. I mean, I mean tomorrow, and and we'll talk about that later. But um, it's gonna be tough facing means in order for them to sweep the series. But I think it was a like there there's there's a lot of really big positives that are coming out of this team right now, especially the fact that a lot of guys are getting healthy. I mean, like having G Man back is a huge thing for this team. Uh, it seems like, and I, I know we've talked about this, but. It, it really does seem like Brett Phillips is is taking over that center field position. Him and Margot as a platoon, it looks really sharp. Like he's definitely looked a lot better. Uh, Phillips has looked a lot better on the um, uh, like in the batter's box this season. Yeah, definitely. And that's been huge. That has been crazy big. That he's looked like a much better hitter than he did last season. So I'm really how, happy about that. And how about uh, how about Kevin? With he's injured still. I mean, but he's still there at the team, and he's just watching. Um, he's he might be throws. back. I think he saw. I saw he might be back like as soon as this week. Yeah, like, I, maybe I, I, even a, tomorrow. A light, a light, like it was just a light, like ten day yeah. IL thing. But it, it was glad, glad, glad he didn't just like go to. I mean, that's not the type of guy he is, obviously. But glad, how glad you, he was there. Uh, how uh, Bree, Bree, how are you feeling about Brett Phillips? I know he had the home run today, but he's looked a lot better. Um, it's it's just nice that the bottom of our order, you know, him, Zanino, and starting to be Willie, they aren't automatic outs anymore. So that's, that's huge. huge. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. And let's talk about Mike Zunino because white dudes like, so in terms of production, he's basically exceeded his production value over the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, in, like, in like this one fourth of the yeah yeah in like 30 games I mean he's already got 10 home runs which is the most that he's had in in any season that he's been a Ray and it's the first time that he's had double digit home runs since 2018 which was when he had 25 and that was a career high for him so that's a positive that's a huge positive sign and he's just looked like I mean obviously his average still is poop but like him batting 230 for us is like him batting 300 exactly um just getting any production out of that position because i mean yeah i mean you haven't really it, it is going to automatically be beneficial to the team so just having just having him he, it, it was a good signing that we brought back mike you know i think our, our really catcher worries i think our catcher worries at the, at the beginning of the season kind of look kind of foolish now i think mike Zanino really took that personally i think a lot i'm of glad was concerned about i've been waiting for this mike Zanino for two years yeah, exactly, and so he he proved everyone he proved everyone wrong except Bree Gonzalez. Bree Gonzalez has been on this Mike Zanino <laughs> train since 2012. She she just she just brought back some tweets from 2012. I saw, and I was I was impressed. I okay, I, I was just looking for my tweets from the off season where I said it was a good signing, and then I saw those, and I was like, I knew who Mike Zanino was in 2012. <laughs> Apparently, I did. So that's cool. That blows my but, mind. Yeah. Yeah, that was Gator legend. Mean, yeah, Gator legend is is confirmed. I mean, there's been a lot of Gator legends. Let's be honest here. There's been a yeah. lot of Gator legends in recent years. Which Mets is a good legend thing. Tim Tebow. 
That's legend. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> Columbia Fireflies legend Tim Tebow. Let's get that right. There you go. Because he didn't actually make the uh, major league roster. So he made it to AAA though, which was impressive. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but he didn't actually deserve to be in AAA. <laughs> oh, well, now, well, now look at him. Now look at him. Legend. He's a tight end. <laughs> tight end. <laughs> oh, by the way, good job, good job, the Lightning tonight. Um, yes. Beating the Panthers. Yeah. Three, three, oh, wow. I didn't actually no, realize two, that. Oh, two, oh, two, oh, two, oh, two, oh. No, was it? No, I thought it was three, oh, because they got the empty netter at the end. It was three to one. Oh, oh, okay. It was three to one. The series I is thought, two, oh. I, I thought you meant the series, dude. The series yeah. is two. No, I was talking about the game itself, not the series. I know the series is two, oh, but the game itself was one, oh. Or yeah, it yeah. was like three, yeah, one, yeah, three, yeah, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the haters mad about Kucherov. Well, play better i don't i, I like i kind of have to <laughs> adopt the lightning better i have to adopt the lightning for this postseason because the flyers didn't make it and they sucked it's okay i still feel you pain can't. it's fine <laughs> i don't deserve it it's it's any, fine i i feel like i feel like tampa bay should just accept any bandwagons ever if, if no yeah if, just just bandwagon yeah I, that's one it, thing i, I have to say all if you are a fan of a Tampa Bay team, I don't care if it's the Lightning who sell out like every game or the Rays who are on the other end of that spectrum. Just let the bandwagon fans hop on. Like Tampa Bay is a giant party, you know, like yeah, who exactly. cares if someone starts watching the team in the playoffs? Just I always, I mean, I have liked the Lightning for quite a while now just as like a secondary good. team, but it's always because they're in the Eastern conference. But like, because I'm a fan of the Rays, I have an obligation to like and accept the other sports within the Tampa Bay region. Uh, yeah. Hence the reason. The Lightning do a great job of interacting with the community too. So it's hard to dislike them. They're this awesome. is true. This is true. Well, so we can, so we can definitely say good things are happening in Tampa Bay sports right now. Obviously good things were happening with the Rays tonight. Let's go talk about that. Uh, let's go talk about that Mets series uh, where good things definitely came the Rays way. The Rays ended up sweeping the Mets. And then we'll go into talking about more Major League Baseball, general related things and series was preview after our break. No, it was, was a, it, a it was a sweep. Yeah, it was a sweep. <laughs> it was a sweep. The first thing I wanted to say about that series, why did Josh Fleming, who threw 53 pitches through five innings, get pulled. I could tell you why. Why? Oh, because third time through the order? No, not even that. He can go third time through, no problem. The issue was that most of our bullpen was completely cold. Because I think the game before that, we used like two pitchers. Wait, what? Yeah, because you had the glass now game. The glass now game where he crushed it. So our bullpen was ice cold, and then we had the off day the next day. So they just need to work. Castillo, I don't think he had pitched that whole series. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense now because I was like – Straight up the facts. Straight up Okay, yeah. Okay, this is why we have Bree here because (laughs) Bree is the voice of reason. That makes a lot more – I mean, I'm still pissed off about the move. Yeah, it's still annoying because Fleming was doing so well. Fleming Fleming would have gone eight innings at least in my mind. He was – like he's he's one of those guys where he I mean he's like Yarborough where he doesn't strike out guys he pitches the contact but he had a like, few, I think he had five strikeouts so yeah I, yeah I mean he had a lot more strikeouts than normal because I mean mm-hmm. he definitely has his strikeout to walk ratio this year isn't great but like just in general in terms of strikeouts to innings pitched it's not um yeah. like you know he, he he tends to have more innings pitched and strikeouts but he just works fast he does he he's was in a so group fast. too yeah that that's what angered me about it but 
aside from that, how do we feel about the series? Okay, so we were wrong. You had the Glasgow game first, and then, yeah, some of our guys were still just not not warmed up. Yeah, and, like, Diego, I don't think he had pitched in a while. Yeah, he Yeah, because yeah, so yeah, he, he just came in. off the ILs um, in that yeah. – yeah, I think in that series he came off the IL. So, plus, you didn't want to put him in a high-leverage situation as first outing back, which is a good thing because he gave up the home run. So, put him in low leverage, get him some work. Now he's good to go. Feels great. I mean, same thing happened with G-Man Choi. You put him in Triple A. Look at him now. Look at him. Look at him go. Look at our. Look at our. Look at our. Uh, look at our God, large adult son, I'm G-Man so Choi. Glad, so glad he's back. I mean, yeah. The culture. I mean, the team it just feels so better. much happier. Yeah. Especially after that walk off. As um, G-Man goes, the team goes. Honestly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's That's talk about point. that. Let's let's talk about that walk off for a little bit. That was that was that was fun. Brett Phillips, who and I, I loved his interview because he was like, and, and he, you know, he he was he was over three with three strikeouts going into that at bat in the ninth inning. He struck out in some big situations, didn't put down a bunt when he needed to earlier in the game, and then comes up gets the game winning hit. Rays end up coming back. Um, it was a great game, uh, and like that definitely set the tone for the entire series. That was a like obviously the Yankees win was one thing, but I think I I really think that. The fact that they were able to come back in that glass now start, it it was a perfect tone setter for the rest of the series. Yeah, it really took the win out out, out of the Mets. Honestly, Honestly I agree. Like, they didn't they they didn't put in much of a fight the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that 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 was just a that was just a great yeah. like what you said a tone setter and walk off wins are fun. Walk off. And wins it's important fun. to remember the the Mets are a good team. I know they get a lot of crap Super because they're talented. the Mets and just weird stuff happens to them. They are the like Mets. They, this is true. Yeah. They had a seven game win streak coming in. Like they're a really good team, even without Jacob deGrom. Like they're a good team. So it's an impressive win. Um it's an even more impressive sweep. So Yeah, it didn't even like I, I mean Bree, Bree, coming in, uh and, and I'll ask you this and then I'll ask Gibby this, but like coming into this series, I wasn't like, "Oh my God, it's the Mets." They had a seven-game winning streak. Like I was just like, "Oh, they're the Mets." <laughs> a lot of that's because they just had that rat raccoon thing, and like it's Lindor was ice cold, so that's what they were getting more press for. Which that sucks, by the way. They were getting a lot more. I didn't know they were on a seven-game win streak. I knew that Lindor was ice cold, but I found out afterwards that they were on a seven-game win streak. So yeah, it sucks for them Lindor, that they only Lindor had those spread errors. the bad news. Yeah. He didn't look great. He did not look great. He, he has like not. He he has not lived up to that to that contract so far. Not I mean, even it's, close. It's so early. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean I he'll be fine. He, Seems yeah, like that New York media is brutal. Yeah, I was gonna say he has yeah. not adjusted well to the New York media so far. Yeah, I wouldn't either. That'd be a nightmare. I, I think it's funny how so like that situation happens with with uh with with Lindor and McNeil and he comes up with that stupid excuse. And then Gene Segura and Joe Girardi get into it uh, in during during the Phillies game on Sunday. And after the game, Girardi's like, "Don't talk to me about the incident. Nothing happened. Don't talk to me about it." And he's like, "No further questions." And you just hear Jim Salisbury, who's like the Phillies um, NBC Sports Philadelphia insider, just like keep asking him questions about it because like he's at you know he's trying to get an answer about it. He's trying to get yeah, something about job. it. Yeah, and then Girardi's like, "No, no, I'm not talking about it. Next question. Baseball questions only." And I'm like. That is a baseball question, though. Like, yeah, but good old Joe Girardi. <laughs> but he he knows from being in New York media how to yeah. deal with Philly media because it's very much the same thing. Yeah. 
So if you don't want to talk about it, you're not going to talk about it. Yeah. Speaking of those managers, <laughs> do we want to bring up Tony yet? Oh, no, I was oh. going to wait. Oh, no, no. We can wait to talk about Tony in a little bit. Right. Oh, man. He, um, he, lo- he loves spanking. Confirmed. <laughs> oh, no. Tony, Tony's into some weird stuff, apparently. <laughs> but um, yeah. So what else did we see about uh, the Mets series? What else oh, like Shane McClanahan uh, kind of had a little shaky start. I mean, a longest outing months. though, five yeah. and a third. Yeah, just just kind of lost it at the at the at the end there, or 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 no, it was towards the beginning when when they yeah yeah, and and then we and then we come back and kind of just pile yeah. on after them. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a, that was a great game by the way because like you feel defeated after after they get that three run shot and then they and then the Rays just fight right back and they and then they put up some some runs of their own that you had like a five run fifth and then like a and then like a six run seventh like that that game was just impressive offensively just just putting it together with with uh runners in scoring position finally is what it's what we've wanted from this team so it, it was just it was just refreshing to, to see that second game i should have went to that second game i i i wanted to and i was like i don't want to go at one i think it'll be a bad game too and then it was actually one of the one of the best. And I've yeah. only been to bad games this season, so kind of a bummer. bad luck. Bad luck confirmed. How do you feel about that? About the game or about Gibby being bad luck? <laughs> no, no, I know. I was asking about Gibby. Lizzie? No, yeah, yeah. I was asking Gibby how he felt about bad luck. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. I, I it's kind of funny. It's, I, I have like an Irish last name, but I don't know. Not very lucky. <laughs> JK. Uh, Bree, Bree, so are you are, are you blaming any time if he's there and they lose? Are you blaming it on him now for the time? Oh, actually? absolutely. Okay. Surely the Rays I mean, have shown that they can win without him there. So the only <laughs> the only conclusion that we can draw is that he is the reason that they lose when he is there. Ah, confirmed. There needs to be some sort of like baseball stat called like give or something like wins out. <laughs> give. give or something. <laughs> I swear to God, I have not been to very many winning Rays games. WWG I, I, wins wins without Gibby, or, or like or like wins with Gibby. <laughs> yeah, random metric. More like 2019. <laughs> I didn't go to winning Rays games. Like I would never go to like the nice, the good ones. Like I was, hey, you went to Game Four, games. right? Game Game Three, or I, Game yeah, Four, and then yeah, that kind of turned it around. I mean, maybe. Okay, well, Game Four, I was there though, and I'm great luck. So yeah, like I think so, my oh. good luck is just more powerful than his bad luck. Uh, honestly, honestly, I'm with that. I was also there for that um that Kevin Kiermaier catch from like 2019 where like they put it in like a on like a shirt or something. Oh like yeah, the like jump man. Yeah. yeah. Were that, you there for that one, Bree? I was there, and I was I, don't think I, I was, was in left field, oh, okay. and I literally couldn't see it. I was like, did he catch that? How? It's crazy, but. I'll just say I was at Aaron Nola's major league debut against the Rays where he lost one nothing because Nathan Carnes hit a home run. That was nice. one of that's one of my favorite games in Rays history. That's that's I, I think that's probably the funniest game I've been to because if you think <laughs> about it, like I mean like Aaron Nola, obviously like stud pitcher for the film. And it's still kind of insane to think about that I went to his debut, but I went there going to the Rays. Like going going to see the Rays. Uh and then he loses because Nathan Carnes hit a home run into the freaking bushes. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, Nathan Carnes was the starting pitcher of that game. 
offense gave him no run support, so he hit a home run himself, and the game score was one. It was like the first time in fifty or sixty years that a that an American League pitcher won a one zero game with the Fun. one run coming from him hitting a home run. It's like you know, it's like one of those like weird like like Tim Kirkshin. He Thanos did, dude. He Thanos. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah that game was that 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 game was weird. And I think they got walked off the day after by Odu Herrera. So not good. Not not good. But what you um, so any other thoughts about the about the the Mets series before we go in to talk about some more stuff? Risk success. That's it. A lot Honestly. of risk yep. to success. Yeah. A couple things that, for me. That was a huge thing. A couple things for me. Just this offense is going to be very streaky. They're going to have another cold streak where it looks like they're never going to hit a baseball again but they'll pass through it and then they're going to play like this again. So just be patient. It's a long season. The cold streaks and the hot streaks are going to happen. It's so that's the first see, thing. It's just good to see they can play good baseball when it's like a critical yep. moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what you want to see, like going to the playoffs, like if, you're, if you want to be a playoff team. Yeah. And then the other thing was with McClanahan, Patino, and kind of Fleming too, although I'll say Fleming is a little more experienced and poised as mm-hmm. of now. but. With McClanahan and Patino specifically, like just be patient. They're I think 21 and 24 years old, maybe. Um, they're very good pitchers. They're really young. They're getting stretched out. Just give them a breath. Yeah, they're gonna they be really good. Only just had their first like bad start. Yeah. So. So give them. A they're gonna be fine. I mean, like um, I don't like people were complaining because like oh. You know, Patino and McClanahan aren't on the, you know, like aren't in the rotation, and now they're in the rotation. So, like, stop. <laughs> Just yeah, be happy that you're getting. Specifically, people are mad about Patino. I'm like, come on, like he's why he had he struggled last season, and now he's having much less struggles this season. So clearly, there's been some sort of progression that's been made in his pitching. Uh, you know, whatever it is, his pitching general. He could be the ace of the staff within the next few years so he look he looks really sharp let him learn oh that's a take that is a take Take from brie we'll we'll, we'll keep it on a post-it note like <laughs> they're doing inside the nba all right i don't have a post-it note right now but we can make one <laughs> brie any other takes from the series any other takes um i don't even know what series this is from i guess it's just nice. just in general but the base running looks worlds better than it has like i can't oh. name a specific instance but just for the past few seasons, I feel like base running has been one of our biggest weaknesses. And it's not one of the things that people always look to because it's not like pitching defense or hitting. But we've gotten in some bad situations because of poor base running. And this season, it looks a lot better. So We keep getting runners on the corners, which is good, I think. We yep. keep stretching those those singles. Um, stretch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's the most important thing. But, but, but is it a certified Bally sports moment, though? Oh, that happened a few times. Oh my God, the audio was so how bad. How are they so bad? Like the I don't understand so how they could. I don't actually... know. I don't know how it's regressed so much. Like, like was Fox Sports this bad? No, not even close. Like Fox Sports had the occasional technical but it's difficulty, the same, but it wasn't it's the every same thing, game. Is it not? It's the same thing. And it's every game. So, like, how the hell is there a problem if it's the same thing? I don't know. I'm wondering it might be if a it's new crew. Yeah, but know. still, like you maybe can't it's just like Valley Sports shouldn't have done that because now it's not working. <laughs> well, they're also, also in like I, a studio now. They're not at the game. Yeah. Or are they no, at the, the guy? No, no. Are they at the studio? Are the away I mean, games? The, the game. The game announcers are still there. Uh, the studios at at um where where Nick Studios is right in Orlando. I don't think it's in Orlando. 
Oh, because I remember I remember hearing about like the Fox Sports Sun Studios being at the old Nickelodeon studio at Universal. Fox Sports Sun Studio, I think, was in like Fort Lauderdale or something, but now they moved it and it's in like Tampa or St. Pete or something. Oh, okay. So it's closer. It's closer. But that I didn't know. I almost wonder if like all the ballet sports are this bad, like every region, or is it just us? Because <laughs> I know a lot of other places got ballet too. Yeah. Well, I mean, like every, like, Every RSN that was under our every regional sports network that was under the Fox Sports name changed themselves to Bally. So yeah, that's everywhere across the country. So it's it is quite a lot. I will say that. I mean, what are you but maybe do? it's just like a transfer. You know, they're just getting used to their. Um, I hope so. I hope they learn yeah. to fix it a little quicker. I, I'm tired. Of he- <laughs> I'm tired of hearing like their like noses and their breathing. Like that's like the worst. That's like the worst thing possible. I don't. I don't want to hear. Like BA's like nose. I don't know. Oh, it's also bad when BA shuts his mic off, but you can still hear him talk a little bit in the background. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, sir, yeah. you're you're gonna say something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you guys hear the hot yeah. mic that happened yeah. on MLB Network? Yeah, that no. other hot mic was kind of weird. Was yeah, like, yeah, there was a hot mic on MLB Network today, and they were talking. They was like- talking <laughs> about um. Oh yeah, but they were. It, it was like Dan Plesac talking with them about like when he. It was probably by like like something of like him getting called up, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm fucking rich." And he said that like in the middle of that on a hot mic, or he was like, he was like, "Yeah, man, I got fucking rich." And I was like, I was like, "Dude, you're right." I mean, like if I was in that same position, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm a midget <laughs> now. Like I'm getting banked. This is amazing." Uh, but yeah, he said something like that, and I got called on a hot mic because they just forgot to change it. And it was- yeah. <laughs> I can never tell what BA is saying, but I always hear his voice in the background. I'm like, if someone can listen to that, like, he's just like a ghost. Like, like you're just going to hear like (laughs) Bally sports broadcast in the future. And you're just going to hear like the perpetual ghost of BA. Just like very, very (laughs) faintly. I hope he's with us forever. That'd be great. It really would. He he's been great. Him and him and Dwayne have been great this season. I I know I keep so saying funny. that, but it's... yeah, yeah, that's the one thing about about Bally Sports. I think they they're like you guys can just go like like just improv yeah. it. Just, just like you know, there's no leash like before. <laughs> like just don't say bad words and you're good. And then they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> BA really pushes it. He does. Yeah. It's it's I been funny it. though. It, it's enjoyable. It's been great. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, do we have anything more about this series before we take a quick break and talk about? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's take that quick break. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to talk about some interesting things. Bree kind of talked about a little bit earlier about what happened with Tony Lurie. So, uh, so we'll talk about that and more on this newest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. All right. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Things around have happened the MLB. In base- yeah, around the MLB talk here. Let's 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 get into some major league baseball news and other things. Uh, we're we're gonna start out with our daily uh, Shohei Otani update, which is that he had another home run, and he is uh, leading the majors in home runs, and I he believe. and he is God, um, basically. Yeah. Thoughts confirmed. Shohei Otani is God. Uh, we've been saying it from the beginning. <clears throat> this is a Shohei Otani podcast yeah yeah we're just disguised as a race podcast but like you know what we really want yeah (laughs) it's it's just Shohei um (laughs) in terms of other news on the Angels uh as Shohei goes the Angels go but as uh apparently not as Mike Trot goes as he'll be what is it he'll be out six to eight weeks with a with a calf strain calf strain 
that's so, a freaking bad calf strain my lord <laughs> yeah that is not good to hear at all obviously we yeah, i hate that a lot <clears throat> yeah they, they weren't even a they weren't a playoff team with trout like it, yeah. it wasn't looking like it and now now without him it's going to be even more difficult i think for them to somehow make it into the playoffs in a division that's already stacked so it's it's just not a good it's just not not good for the angels i mean you still have shohei though so that's good you're gonna sell out you're gonna sell seats still you're gonna put asses in seats but without mike I don't know. Shohei's goaded, but also he's, but, just, he's just the greatest player. He's he's the greatest player of our current generation. So yeah, end of all time. It's it, it's but. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, time. I I don't want to say that right now. I think that that's, I mean, it. I mean that's I mean you can say it, but I like like I'll say it in a couple of years because I think that's going to be the case. But like I'm not putting. Well, I, I'm but, good but at still. predicting things. So. No, I, yeah, the goat. <laughs> he is the goat. Yeah, he 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 he's he's. Like, he's not the only star that's been hurt. Like Acuna yeah. just got hurt. Tatis is belly. Uh, got, Belly's yeah, been out. For yeah, a long Belly. Time. Belly. Um, how long has he been on the IL? He played four games before he went on the IL, I believe. So like he's only played four games this season. Yeah. And also with the Dodgers, uh, Yoshi is on the Dodgers. He started. Oh yeah, tonight. Yoshi's on the Dodgers now. Third ever Japanese-born player to ever position player to ever appear. Um, for the Dodgers, got a walk in his first at bat, which is interesting. He and Albert Pujols started in the same lineup, which is I don't even know how that worked. That's where crazy. did wait wait wait, wait, wait who yeah, played where? Did where? Go? Yeah, I don't know. Where, where I was mean, Albert? Pujols would have had to play. F- so wait, did Yoshi play? Wait, hold up here. He could have played third or outfield, Pujols maybe. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, let me go look this up so I can confirm this. Surely they wouldn't have met third with Turner, unless he had an off day. I well, guess. just uh, I'm I'm confirming right this. Because I'd rather I, I would rather confirm it than screw up and not confirm it. Yeah. Uh, Yoshi played left field. Left field. Okay. And, That's uh, out of left field. Uh-huh. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, baseball analogy. Baseball podcast. Also, Pujols hit sixth. Wow. How far our heroes have fallen. There should be a thirty for. Also, because um, I keep saying also, but it's just you know we're just going from thing to thing. Uh, there's going to be a six-part documentary on Derek Jeter, uh, and uh, for ESPN, there's going to be a – I mean, it's going to be a really, really good documentary series, but obviously I had to make the joke about uh, about the fake hit-by-pitch because he oh. never actually got hit by a pitch. And I then, hate that. Yeah, and I then, remember uh, that vividly. And then, and then someone got angry at me, which I'm sorry, but, you know, just trying to stay fact. We just got to stop worrying about those people. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know it's fine. But yeah, um, yeah. So there should be a thirty for thirty on Albert Pujols, talking about like, but but like a Doctor Jekyll, you, you know, like you know, like a Jekyll and Hyde situation where like talking about the first half of his career and how good it was and how historically good it was in St. Louis, and how bad the second half of his career was in L.A. because yeah. his career average dipped thirty points over that over that ten year span, and his career WAR fell by like four or five war like it's insane how bad he was okay but it's probably not gonna be like the last dance at all because no no like it's a, not but it was more like just a, like a no no it's yeah, not gonna be like a that different 30 through 30 but like yeah yeah i, I would be fine does, with just the one G- like, I, what i was saying what i wanted to say was does the jeter does the the jeter 
um doc have like that type of footage like that close into Jeter's life like, I don't know but I it, wouldn't it, think so it's done by the same so, no. guy it's done by one of the same guys who worked on the last dance documentary I will say yeah that. so so I so I saw that so I was thinking is it like it in any way does it does it like do they have like a camera crew with him which I I think I think that would have been cool but I well guess, I'm I sure they've I'm, I'm sure they probably got some sort of footage I mean yeah that, like no one else has seen I just don't know what they got true but i mean it's gonna be i mean it's gonna be a good documentary like like baseball documentaries are good i know that some people had qualms with this um uh with the long gone summer documentary that happened last year even though i thought that was a really good documentary about the 98 home run chase i thought it was really entertaining i also thought it was funny how when they i think like the one thing that that really stood out to me was just how bad the marlins were in 1998 so obviously the marlins won the world series in 97 and then they literally sold off the entire team and went 54 and 108 or something like that the next season. And when you look at that game, so obviously when, as the home run chase was happening, McGuire and Sosa were attracting so many, you know, large crowds of people, especially away. And when you look at that, and when you look at the season in Miami, when they used to play at the old dolphin stadium, there was like no one there. And then for like the McGuire series, it was just like the entire left field seats, like, like, like the entire upper deck was just filled with people. And it was just that area because that was the only place where he was probably going to hit a home run. And (laughs) it was just one of the funniest things because like, you knew that they weren't going to go to literally any other game because the Marlins were absolutely atrocious. Which is just also insane that people would care that much about a home run rivalry. I mean, like, you know, I mean, we think about this now and it's just kind of crazy to think about. But yeah, no, it it should be a good documentary. I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. What a question. What Ray's documentary would would you guys want to see? It'd be Longo, right? I mean, I feel like that's the only real answer. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think you would just do 2000. I mean, I'm thinking you're doing like Moneyball two type type situation with like the 2008 Rays probably. Yeah. Okay. I think that would I like be that. Like, that would be like the doc or like movie you would do. What about like a longer one on 162? Just like I the mean, whole... if you if you included all of the games that were involved in AL and and, and NL, I think that would be good. All four of the important games that night. Yeah, there was one that was done on it already. But, like, it was only, like, 45 minutes. So that's why I was saying, like, you would just do a longer version of that that would be more kind of in-depth. I wonder if Rosarena is still getting his movie. Where is he working? I, I mean, that story is still amazing. Yeah, I think he all, is. All those, they said they guys. had they had a screenwriter and everything. Yeah, a lot of the Cuban American, American baseball players, just they have a, a lot of those stories, like, yeah. escaping. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I would hopefully they'll make some sort of race documentary soon. Who knows? But we're just kind of delaying the big news that we want to talk about until now. So I'm sure that everyone has seen it by now. But uh, the so is this involves the Chicago White Sox and the Minnesota Twins in the ninth inning of their game last night, which would have been Monday night. Williams Astadio came in to pitch a position player pitching because the Twins were down 15 to four because they suck. Just straight up, the Twins are a bad team this year. Um, and Astadio was throwing like 50 mile an hour meatballs down the middle of the plate. And Yerman Mercedes, who's the rookie sensation on the White Sox, comes up to the plate in a 15 to four ball game in the ninth inning, gets a 3 0 pitch, uh, 47 mile an hour fastball, swings at it, 
swings away, yeah. gets the green light. Uh, or uh, actually, I don't know. Um, I mean, we we can talk about that. But swings away on three zero and hits a home run, solo shot. The goes up sixteen to four, and the Twins broadcast got pissed off. And then the White Sox manager Tony Larusa, who um, you know he's he's an he's an older guy and is still an old head when it comes to baseball rules and all that stuff. Uh, was very angry at Mercedes by saying that a he wasn't supposed to swing he was supposed to take on 3-0 and especially in that circumstance why would you do that and then all of baseball twitter was like shut up you're stupid it's you fine should. yeah like i mean i and, we, and, we'll, and we'll talk about this and then tonight uh the twins threw behind uh Mercedes the guy got ejected Rocco Baldelli got ejected the twins manager and then post game Larusa comes back and says, "I'm fine with how the Twins handled that situation." So, with that being said, let's discuss. Yeah, I, I just, I don't even know where to begin with with uh, Mr. Larusa here. Um, like, just not defending your putt, not being there. I understand maybe being mad about the three zero because you're an old head, and like, I, I, there's certain unwritten baseball rules that are that are like okay. And like that are fine and i mean sometimes the 3-0 rule applies but i mean like you you have a position player out there pitching and like no one wants to strike out to him with like 47 mile per hour fastballs like no everyone is playing the game like maybe put out like an actual or 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 like i mean the twins the twins manager wasn't mad about this like but like like they put out a position player so i mean like no one wants to strike out to him he's gonna he's gonna try to hit it like so and I, I don't understand about, about like, you should take that pitch. Like, it probably would have just happened the next pitch, too. Why, why, does, why does the pitch count matter for that? Anyway, that's just the more that side of it. Not defending your player after he gets thrown at is just, like, not a good thing to do as a as a manager. Like, that's just that's just a no-no. You get, Like, that's going to create, a, like, a rift in that, in that sort of relationship. And that's something you don't – that's toxicity you just don't want in the team. Like, that's so unnecessary, too. You just say – Oh, I don't like that they threw at him. Like that—that's all you gotta say. You you don't have to like defend them for throwing at your player. They could have hit him. Could have injured him. I don't know. That's just. I'm gonna add more context right now because I just saw something. Lance Lynn on unwritten rules. If a position player is on the mound, so Lance Lynn is a is a starting pitcher right now on the White Sox. He said, if a position player is on the mound, there are no rules. Let's get the damn game over with. And if you have a problem with whatever happened, Boom. then put a pitcher out there. Boom. Um, so take that, take that twins broadcast. Bree, thoughts. So I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, first, just for those of you that don't really know the context of this, there's kind of a changing of the guard in baseball, kind of, where there's all these more traditional baseball people that are kind of like graduating out, and then the younger generation is coming in, and they're just want to have fun, and a lot of the unwritten traditional rules that the older generation has are being broken by the younger generation it's causing some some issues um so one of those unwritten rules is that you don't swing at a pitch that when you have three balls and no strikes especially when yeah especially when your team is up by a ton so this isn't the first time this has happened fernando tatis did this last season and um he also caught some heat for it by his own manager and teammates, but then was defended by the larger baseball world. So the same thing kind of happening here. 
But yeah, basically the White Sox have a really, really young team and bringing in a manager like Tony La Russa, who great baseball career, um, Hall of Famer, you know, obviously knows a lot about baseball, but he is a very, very traditional guy. And this team is full of those young stars that want to show off and have fun playing the game. And I don't think that he is a good fit for that clubhouse and those players specifically. Um, as for this particular situation, Mercedes is, I don't know, I just hate the rule in general because these guys' individual stats matter, um, especially when he's a rookie, he hasn't secured a big contract yet. Like, you know, if he gets a meatball down the middle, he should swing as hard as he can. I don't care who's pitching. I don't care what the score is personally, because you're, it's, I mean, he's playing not just for his team in that moment, he's playing for himself and his future contract. Exactly. So yeah, I don't know. I think that the White Sox really need to reevaluate and it's going to be hard because how do you fire Tony La Russa? Yeah. Especially like, after like you bring him in. Yeah. I like how Tony La Russa, um, he respects baseball's unwritten rules, but he doesn't under, he doesn't respect the written rules of law. So um, that's, just, <laughs> that's just kind of funny to me. That's a little, that's a little like stark contradiction. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. Hey, 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 you got to show him the ring though. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, Can you guys hey, show him the ring? Hey, hey officer, I got, I got a ring here. Yeah, that wasn't his first DUI either, was it? No. I think it was his second that. one. But yeah, and so Tony LaRusso's comments after Mercedes did that, um, he said, and I quote, he made a mistake. There will be a consequence that he has to endure here within our family, but it won't happen again. So that's what he said about hitting the home. Like so. oh, hitting oh, can you talk? Oh, can you talk about the other one where he said uh, he said the jokingly thing about the spanking? Which one? I didn't just, see that one. Oh, that was a that was a very. Oh, I need to find it because I think that we tweeted about it. And I'll. T- this is an actual quote too that he said. Um, I'm so ashamed that I have to read this quote out to you people. Uh, <laughs> here, here, let me find it in just a hot second. Just give me a second. I could try and spank him, but he's too big and strong. <laughs> that is an actual quote that Tony Larusa said in a post game co- in, 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 in a press conference. I wish I could make that up. Oh man! <laughs> I so like this guy, this now the taste. question he's is: What kind of weird kinks does Tony Larusa have <laughs> no. that gets him off? Because this is weird. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. We, that's a different. That's a different. That's podcast. a different topic we're not, for. A we're different not going to touch that. <laughs> that's a no, different topic for. A yeah. different podcast. I, I. I don't think I've ever been more disturbed reading a sentence in my life. <laughs> like, yeah. Defend, why would you even? Skipper. Why? Why would you joke about something like that? Like, yeah. He's trying to be hip. He's trying to joke around <laughs> with the boys. Yeah. And apparently, the traditionalists are weird. Yeah, but ultimately, I think that anyone. Any manager who ever gets mad at his player for hitting a home run does not deserve to be a manager. And then doesn't. And then I, I, I'm really mad that he, he, that he didn't defend his player after he got thrown at. Like that's. Yeah. Like you don't have to say much, but don't support. What do you guys think Cash would do? <laughs> Cash. Okay, I thought about this. First of all, he wouldn't condemn his own player in the first place he'd be he'd probably say yeah i mean he got a good pitch and put a good swing on it i guarantee yeah, you that's, that, that's what he'd say <laughs> he i mean he's already said a lot of like snarky comments so i feel like he would just come back with a smarky uh, snarky comment yeah yeah i mean it's if the you're orioles they a, got a good offense 
<laughs> no, he, he would be he would be one of those guys that would be like oh well like you know if you don't want to give up that home the run then like don't suck yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that's a very valid point i mean it's i mean i'm sorry i like you know don't be down that much but like it's the twins so you're kind of gonna expect it by now because they suck <laughs> sorry yeah. twins but like not sorry yeah and i don't know if you saw like tim anderson's comments on instagram or something but like the players and lance lens comment too the players are very much not behind larissa on this i did like, not expect i, 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 I will say i did not expect lance lynn to say that so that was actually very surprising lance lynn is a baller and i love him dude is a so he is I'm a beefy he is a beefy boy mass equals gas baby <laughs> i've never heard that before so that's actually amazing <laughs> yeah but i so you can kind of look at this from two perspectives I feel like it's actually strengthening the connection between the players because they're all kind of like sticking together, but like they still have to play under a manager that clearly does not fit in with their, you know, values and style of play. So, I mean, and like everyone said that from the start, yeah, everyone was like, this is a stupid, yeah, this is not a good fit. So, I mean, it's good to see the players defending each other. I will say that that's nice. But so we're all on we're all on Team Yerman here, the Yermanator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's the only team. <laughs> also, yeah. I mean, also, can we say, yo, man, my boy, my boy, La Tortuga, Williams Acedillo got done dirty. He I did. mean, also, he needs to throw, you know, faster than forty-seven mile per hour pitches down the middle. No, he's of the just got to throw some. Weird I don't know. No, I, like, I like the Ephesus. I like the Ephesus. But but my but my boy Williams got done dirty there because I'm pretty sure Yerman hit it about like one ten off the bat. It's just, just insane. I just man, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. I I, I love I love I love Wayne's Asadio. So I will I will defend that man to the earth. But I mean, <laughs> served up an absolute meatball. That was not. And it's funny because Asadio probably did not care at all <laughs> about the home run. No, nah, like, he was just like, okay, next batter. <laughs> yeah. Like, like oh no, my ERA. No, my. Oh man, he's not gonna go to the Hall of I'll Fame. Never, now. I'll He's... never make it to the bigs now. Dang. <laughs> Send him down, triple A. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, oh, that's man. a I mean, it's a very interesting situation. And we'll see how it plays out now, because now I'm really interested to see how much they try to exile Tony Larusa. Oh I hope can we Tim talk... and I hope they bat flip every single time, just so far. I hope they bat flip a walk. Like I don't care. Tim Anderson yeah. just like takes the bat and just like throws it at Larusa in the dugout. <laughs> Our next topic should probably be uh, the Mets player who got hit by the pitch in the face. Yes, Kevin yes, Pillar. Kevin Pillar. Yeah, Kevin Pillar. Not not Kevin Millar. I didn't say Millar. I know, I but Millar. I was saying that for our viewers, okay. so, that, so that they know who we're talking about. Because a lot I of love Kevin Millar too, though. Yes, but yeah, what a trooper, dude. He's tough. And that's the second guy who's got because Harper got hit in the face too, and Harper basically just like stood up. He was like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, Harper was good, which is crazy because his was ninety-seven, I think. Yeah, and I didn't. I, I, I was, was ninety-four. Which, and, and the thing that's crazy about it, so like, if you think about, and and we can compare Stanton's to this too, because obviously he was kind of like Ugh, that was in terms of like recent things that have happened. That's kind of the one main guy that comes to your head when in terms of a guy getting hit with a pitch in the face is him. Like he fell down like a tree. Like he, I mean, I mean, he's six seven or whatever it is, and he fell down like a tree getting cut down and then harper gets hit and i don't even see like anything up with his face and he was like playing the next day 
And then obviously Pilar gets yeah. hit and his face is bloodied. But I mean, like, Oof. he's I mean, still fine. Yeah, like, a lot of blood. Yeah, and Stanton had to, like, go to the hospital and get stitches and all that stuff. Like, it's well, insane. Well, Pilar, I think, did, too. He got he got a CT. And I think he has to go to, like, a facial surgeon just to, like. But, like, was he, yeah, he talking he the day blood. after the game? I mean, like, I think he was talking, but, like. Well, well, I mean, like, I mean, like, Pilar went on, like, a, like a presser after the game. Oh, like that's what blew my mind was is that like he was you know i didn't see that but yeah Pilar, he has several nasal fr- fractures he needs to go to like a facial facial surgeon to see kind of how to get that all fixed up so wish him the best but that was really scary yeah and that's kind of like not i'm gonna sound like an old person now when i say this too but that's kind of a byproduct of how much value teams are putting on velocity over command now you know because yeah. i mean if, if a guy, there are guys that are throwing like a hundred plus, but they can't command the ball at all. And this is what's going to happen. Unfortunately. This is so. true. This is true. Yeah. Um, I'm ho- ho- hoping for the best from Kevin or for Kevin. Mm-hmm. We wanted to end things on a positive note to end this newest raise the roof podcast. Those two positive things being the two no hitters that were thrown in the last two days, that being Spencer Turnbull of the Detroit Tigers against the Seattle Mariners and Corey Kluber of the New York Yankees. That one we don't really like as much, but our no-hitter is still cool. He threw a no-hitter against his former team, the Texas Rangers. So congrats to both of them for the achievements. Uh, again, no-hitters are going like crazy right now. That was the fifth and sixth no-hitters of this season. The modern record for most no-hitters in a season is seven. And we've already had six, and it is May 20th, which is kind of insane to think about. So we'll see what happens with the end of that. But as for us, this ends this newest podcast of Raise the Roof. Like we said at the top, make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts, our website, our YouTube channel for this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, share this with your friends. So from all of us, thanks for listening, and as always, raise up.